The Urban Renewal Project is a Los Angeles-based band that uses classic instruments to create a signature sound that blurs the boundaries between soul, jazz, and hip-hop. The group features a big band horn section, a singer and a rapper who perform upbeat originals and fresh interpretations of everything from jazz standards to recent hits. I spoke with the band while they were in Chicago for a show to discuss their current album, 21st Century Ghost. Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guests from the Urban Renewal Project are R.W. Enoch, Elmer DeMond, and Dustin. Gentlemen, thank you so much for making the trip. Oh, my pleasure. Before we get into the project, 21st Century Ghost, listening to it, I have questions about how y'all came together on this sound because there's a lot going on. There's some jazz, obviously hip-hop. There's some rock. I hear some Latin percussion. Tell me about the formation of this group and how it is all of those elements came to be part of the fabric of this band. Yeah, it's something I kind of started a few years ago. Um, you know, I have a background as a, a jazz saxophonist. I majored in music in college, and um, I just saw an opportunity to do a little more with uh, what you might call the big band format with um, the big horn section, saxophones, trumpets, trombones, uh, plus guitar, bass, and drums, um, and just doing more with it, exploring different styles, um, mixing genres, um, incorporating rap vocals, um, something that has not been done very much. Any apprehension, tweaking jazz and making it more contemporary, considering it's one of the genres that's so traditional and so pure in its form that some of the people who are associated with the genre have a hard time letting go of what it should sound like? Yeah, there are definitely purists, um, but I think there's been a lot of a lot of healthy experimentation already. You know, people like Herbie Hancock or um, my personal favorite Joshua Redman have been uh, incorporating these influences or even driving the innovations um, for decades. Uh, I just thought I'd try and take it a little further, or slightly different direction. When you get together and you're combining all of these elements, are you consciously thinking of not falling into your own comfort zone? And trying to go out and experiment, maybe get a little eclectic with what you're doing? Yeah, I think maybe to a fault, we are hyper aware of not falling into our comfort zone, which is like its own problem. It's been difficult to find a cohesive sound for what the band should be. I think we we kind of got it or really close on this record, which is nice. Um, I'm a lot less self-conscious about going out and presenting the band now because I think what we're doing makes sense and it's fun to listen to whereas before maybe we just hadn't quite settled in yet yeah we were just talking about this last yeah. night because we're touring with um, this pretty legendary rap duo Camp Low um, so we've been Uptown Saturday Night one of my favorite albums yeah, yeah. and Wood. we as a band learned all the tracks and we're playing their set behind them oh that's wild like five shows in a row now and the music's really great and they're very talented, amazing performers. But just talking about when we switch from our music to their music and you can see how the crowd reacts differently and it's it's been a cool thing to kind of chew on and think about how yeah. we, we, can, sure. we can draw a little inspiration from that. So when you are coming up with these lines, whether it be with the saxophone or the bass or any one of your other players, do you find that the lines you're trying to produce 
are straightforward instrumental lines or are you trying to give them in bursts like a sample would? Three or four seconds of the same type of riff that repeats. We definitely, um, in writing for this record, I was thinking about like self-sampling, like recording some stuff and sampling it and then recording a little more around that previous recording of yeah. ourselves. Um, and we did that on a few things, notably Hyde. Hyde was probably the biggest one where we actually recorded three different songs and then kind of layered them. So definitely something we'd been thinking about, but I think we'll do it even more from now on when we make new music. It's just the times that we living in, blind about smoking mirrors, lies that we're giving them, afraid of we are. It's a facade that we hide in, pride, thought, reality, come calling. In this land of execution, but truth, most disappear, I reappear in the booth. Don't believe the hype, it's only hype for you, cause the coop there in it and the chain is too. Hollywood dreaming, trees and Facebook feeding, manicure pages, faking lifestyle season. Hacking like a summer and winter time, really the bit of kind, so far left. The West Coast has such a great tradition of hip-hop and not just Backpack or Old School or Golden Era or West Coast or Hyphy. There's a lot to pull from. As an MC coming up, when you were developing your own style and catalog, who did you find yourself looking to as a point of reference for who, not necessarily you wanted to model your style after, but who you dug in terms of lyricism and content? Um, It's really like two people kind of set spectrums for me. Um, one would definitely 100% more than anybody would be Tupac, uh, just for social relevance. Um, like, I felt like I could feel everything he said, not just the cleverness of it, but um, just the social relevance, which really sticks out for me. Um, and then uh, other artists like Twister from Chicago, from actually yeah. from from here actually, um, just because what he was able to do with wordplay and delivery. Um, and he was actually one of the, he was the first hip hop concert I saw was a Twister concert. Crazy! Here yeah. he is, all these years later, still rocking yeah. it. Yeah. So you do talk about social media. You talk mm-hmm. about the internet and how it's essentially an ocean of despair. You talk about cemeteries filled with your dreams. You talk right. about unplugging. Right. Tell me the headspace you were at when you were coming up with your verse. I like to analyze like life and how things contradict, and it's just so interesting because your life is a is a physical experience. But we get so trapped in social media that people if people say the wrong thing to them on social media, they will kill themselves. It's crazy. And it's like, you know, people stop traveling. People don't travel. They 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 make up their life, what they want their life to be instead of going out there and actually living it. And that's just kind of the biggest thing. Like, you know, people stop following their dreams and actually giving to this world what they have to offer so much so because they're just trapped and stuck. Like, people can't even sit down and have a meal without their phones. Um, it's just hard to travel or make a move without your phone. And then they, um, I just heard a statement where they said that the cemetery has the greatest wealth of dreams because so many people went to the cemetery and that's where they deposited their dreams. Didn't do anything with them. Didn't do anything with it and didn't give it to the world. So it's just like, it's just about balance. Like, social media can give you a lot of great ideas and a lot of things that you couldn't just instantly see, but still be willing to go out there and dare to live it. Very nice. I listen to 21st Century Ghosts, and I hear the titles being said. For me, Ghosts 
something that's not there or something that is transparent or something that haunts you. Dustin, our dub, when you think about 21st century ghosts, how does that embody this theme? I think it has like two or three meanings because there's, I remember when we were working on it, we talked a lot about how we make these facades like your Facebook profile or the things you post on Instagram or whatever they are. Rarely are they a true representation of you. It's usually very cherry-picked and curated in a way that's very inauthentic. But then there's also the part of yourself that you lose. Like you, people go out to a concert to experience something in person live with other human beings in the room, but they just end up staring down at the palms in their hands the whole time because they're on their phone anyway. So in a sense, you're just like a ghost standing there I don't feel like it's just about social media either. I would I would not say that that's the only subject discussed in the album. It's about like the 24-hour news cycle and while I deign to even say the phrase fake news and um, kind of an economic climate that I think has driven some of these cultural trends where a lot, you know, you can afford a phone but maybe don't have much else going on or a job so you spend all day you might as well post memes and be on Instagram taking selfies because what else are you going to do with your life if you're in a, a situation like that? Um, so I think it's it's a more of a cultural commentary than just social media. I think it's important to say that we're not meaning to be preachy because I think what it is is really something we struggle with personally. We're growing up, we're going through the same kind of growing pains that everyone's going through, and we also find ourselves kind of trapped in it. And as a band, you find yourself being concerned about what's what your social media is looking like when you should be concerned about the music. So so I think a lot of the the lyric or the concept is is not meant to be like this is what you should do because this is what we do and we're we're living clean, but I think it's just about sort of a universal struggle that 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 a lot of people our age and younger especially I think really um are dealing with. Hold on, let me get this on Instagram. <laughs> Perfect. Gentlemen, thank you very much for making time. Continued success. Safe travels back home. Thanks so much for having us. Appreciate you. I swear to God that I only want the realest in the land of milk and honey where you really catch feelings. If it's not real, then it's really not a pillar. So come as you are, the only 